Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this new crazy mother. Hey, what's up, League of Wildness? Wildman Dan here. Welcome to the Live Wild or Die podcast. It's been a minute, but it's good to be back on the mic. What's the saying? The best time to plant a tree is, tw- well, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time to plant a tree is today. So we're back. Excited to get back on the horse and keep the conversation going. So before diving in, just a few announcements. Number one, I'm sure many of you are aware of this, but we've got the Ruck Backpack by Wild Gym Kickstarter live now. We've got about four weeks left, but hey, there's no time to back like the present. So maybe you already have a Ruck Pack, maybe not, but if you're psyched on it, you can really help us out by sharing it with your friends and family. Second on the list is we've got an outdoor workout challenge carry edition starting April 4th. So specifically how the carry is going to work is you'll go outside, you'll be carrying a load. So essentially the previous challenge we did rucking. So you're wearing a backpack with weight. The carry challenge is going to be no backpack allowed. So you have to you have to hold the weight. So it could be like a dumbbell or a kettlebell you hold in your hand. It could be a sandbag on your shoulder. It could be a rock on your shoulder. It could be a child. It could be anything really. But the idea is anything but a backpack. So hold it with your body, with your arms, with your hands. You have to carry the weight versus wear the weight, if that makes sense. So that'll start again April 4th. And again, I'm sure many of you guys are aware, but you can join our private Facebook group. It's the Wild Gym League of Wildness and stoked to have you guys. All right, number three on the list is there's a healthy, hearty herd of neon buffaloes grazing in my garage right now. Spring is upon us. My wife is very excited to get her parking spot back in our garage. So you can help make that happen by purchasing a neon buffalo. It's awesome. It's essentially a complete gym in a bag. So it's essentially one bag that turns into four bags. So there's a strength component, a conditioning component, and an isolation component. The reviews have been all five stars. It's been awesome. And I think you guys will love it. It also, it just complements the wild gym ecosystem so well. You know, we've got, we've got body weight, pocket monkey, you've got core and cardio with monkey 360, and then Neon Buffalo adds this really strength-focused element. So check it out and consider it. Lastly is just a little teaser here, but there's a lot of wildness, a lot of exciting things coming from Wild Gym. So stay tuned for those. And as always, we just we appreciate your guys' support. We've done eight Kickstarters now, and really we're here because of the support of the Wild Gym family. So thank you guys so much. All right, and so diving into the episode, I always like to do these. It's kind of, it's simple for me to just kind of give you guys an update on what I'm doing for my training and maybe there's some takeaways that you guys can incorporate for yourself. So what I've really been consistent with for the last, I'd say, like three or four months really, and even even before that, but really the last three or four months, it's been this kind of ruck-run combo. And essentially what I'm doing is I'll ruck three to four days a week. And that could be anywhere from one mile out to probably three or four miles has been my max recently. But 
typical load I'll carry is 30 pounds is kind of my standard. I'll bump that up to maybe 50, 60 pounds, depending. And distances vary from one mile, like I said, to three miles. But I'm I'm rucking three to four days a week. That's kind of like the baseline. And then with that, I'm also running two to three days a week. So I'll typically alternate a rucking day with a running day. And I really, I just, I felt really good doing that. I think there's something about, I think this kind of goes back to when I was a ranger and firefighter. So we would, I'd be out there all day, every day carrying, you know, anywhere from 40 to 60 pounds on my back. And again, I was a lot younger, but I worked with guys well into their fifties and sixties and we're all doing the same thing. Essentially. I just think there's something about carrying that load on your back where you can do it regularly and your body can just absorb that. I guess that stress or that stimulus really well. And what I've noticed is when I ruck and then add the running, there's just, I've kind of got this whole body strength from the rucking that my running can build off of. And, you know, it really depends on your goals, but what I'm training for specifically and why I am running is it's really these mountain runs where when I say I go for like, you know, let's say I go for a quote 15 mile mountain run. What that really means is I'm hiking the uphills, power hiking the uphills and typically running the flats and the downhills. And that's a general rule of thumb, but it's certainly not something where I'm running the entire 15 miles, especially if it's a mountain run with like three to 6,000 feet of vertical gain. There's just, uh, there's certainly people that do that, but that's not me. So I've noticed just the rucking and running combos, just it's complemented really well. And I, I even used rucking to train for an ultra marathon after my first daughter was born. So we lived in this neighborhood. There was a three mile loop around the neighborhood and I would wear a 60 pound pack, push my daughter three miles. I would do that pretty much every single day at least once a day, if not twice. So I was getting anywhere from three to six miles every single day with 60 pounds on my pat on my back, excuse me. And that was combined with, you know, training runs as well as kind of uh, accessory strength and conditioning sessions. So, and I guess I should have started with this really as a foundation, but what I'm doing the most consistent thing I'm doing and have been doing for the last several months has been this morning. I'm going to call it like a yoga slash mobility session. And I'm doing that five or six days a week. It's anywhere from 10 minutes to 30 minutes long. Some days I'll just do kind of that classic yoga sun salutation where you're going down dog, forward fold, lift halfway, fold, back extension, throwing in some Warrior Ones, which is essentially like a lunge. Very simple, very basic. If you search yoga sun salutation on YouTube, you'll see hundreds of examples of what I'm talking about. It's very simple, but I'll essentially just kind of cycle through that for like anywhere from 10 to 30 minutes. And depending on how, how I'm feeling, sometimes I'll add in just a little more specific mobility. Sometimes my back might be a little bit tight, so I'll add in some rotations. I'll do some kind of bend and bows or arch and extensions for my back. Just again, I'll, I'll kind of go by feel. One other thing I'm doing very consistently for those yoga slash mobility sessions is shoulder work. So I'll go through a big range of motion through my shoulders. It's all, I'm just standing, 
essentially in the morning darkness doing these shoulder circles, all different sorts of ranges of motion with my shoulders, but I felt really good doing that. And not to go off on too much of a tangent, but as part of, so, so what I've also been doing is mandatory, mandatory after every single workout, I do a mandatory five minute stretch or essentially I'll do five stretches for one minute each. So that's going to be five minutes. And that's, that's a minimum. Sometimes I'll do eight minutes, 10 minutes, 12 minutes, whatever, but it's a minimum five minutes. And I can't stress how important that is and how much of an impact that's had on me personally. And that's something I've been really, I'd say focused on for the last maybe 12 to 18 months. And it's just been so awesome. But what I want to get to is as part of that post-workout stretch, one thing I've been doing is just hanging from a pull-up bar. So I'll set my watch for one minute and I'll just hang and just try and relax my body as best I can. And my shoulders feel so good. And that can be, it can also be really challenging. Hanging my forearms will pump out. So you don't have to like free hang. You can lightly place your feet on the ground. I'll use dash where I'll, I'll face the ladder. And for those of you who aren't familiar with dash, it's essentially, it's a ladder system with a pull-up bar that we're, uh, we're actually shipping the first dashes this week, which is awesome. But what I'll do is I'll face the ladder hang from the pull-up bar, and then I'm turning and looking at it while I'm talking. Uh, I'll hang from the pull-up bar, face the ladder, and I'll just kind of hook my feet on some of the lower rungs just to take a little bit of weight off, and it helps a ton. So something to consider, just doing that hang for your shoulder. Okay, so again, I'm doing that yoga mobility session. That's five or six days a week, and that's first thing in the morning. I'm also doing... Addition, additional kind of classic strength and conditioning workouts three to five days a week. So this might involve pocket monkey, 360, neon buffalo, all three. It might involve dumbbells, kettlebells, maybe some barbell work. It's extremely varied. But again, I'm doing these workouts three to five days a week. And then as I mentioned, I'm doing that mandatory five-minute stretch minimum after every single workout. To get a little bit more nuanced of some of the workouts I've been doing, there's a protocol called interval weight training. Interval weight training, IWT. It was invented, I'm pretty sure in the 60s by a guy named Pat O'Shea. It was kind of like this pre-CrossFit concept, but it's very simple. Basically, what you do is you start with a power exercise. So think of like power cleans, snatches, kettlebell swings. With Neon Buffalo, you could do like a, um, well, a buffalo snatch. You could use 360 and do a keg toss, anything that's explosive in nature. So you do six to eight reps, followed by 90 to 120 seconds of essentially like a cardio exercise. For me, it's typically running, but you could jump rope, you could row, you could ride an aerodyne, You could drag a sled. The idea is something that really jacks your heart rate up. It's essentially like a cardio movement. So you'll do three rounds, six to eight reps of the power exercise, followed by 90 to 120 seconds of that high-intensity cardio, and then you'll rest two minutes in between each round. So the idea is you go really hard, then you get this two minutes of recovery to kind of come back down to earth, and then you repeat that for three times total. 
once you've done the three rounds, you take a longer break. It can be anywhere from like three to five minutes. And then you're going to repeat essentially the same thing, but now with a strength exercise. So something that's a little bit slower, focusing a little bit heavier weight. So think of like a deadlift. You're using the on buffalo like a front squat, back squat, lunge. could be a lot of different things, but it's a strength exercise. You're going to do same thing, six to eight reps, followed by 90 to 120 seconds of up-tempo cardio exercise, and then you'll rest again two minutes between each round. Repeat that for three rounds total. Then you're going to cap it all off with generally like a bodyweight circuit. So three rounds, 10 to 15 reps. I usually pick two exercises. So it could be something like you're doing rows with pocket monkey and push-ups. You do pull-ups and dips. Anything like that where it's a bodyweight exercise, you can cycle back and forth. You could do Russian twists and toes to bar. It really can be anything. The idea is up-tempo, continuous circuit, trying to get that done as quickly as possible. This is an I've been doing this on and off for years. I'll do it in kind of like shorter blocks, like four to six weeks blocks. It's not necessarily something, it's pretty intense. It's not something you're going to want to do like all year round, but I like to do something like this. And why I'm doing it now is get a little bit intensity leading into summer where I'll start to do more longer endurance efforts. But it's an awesome, awesome protocol. And you can kind of like, Mix and mash it however way you want. So again, that power exercise, you could do like keg tosses with 360 and then cardio. You could maybe jump rope, run, hop on a rower if you have on a bike and then strength. Again, you could be doing pull-ups. You could be doing deadlifts with neon buffalo, anything that's a little bit slower in nature. And then again, that body weight circuit, that'd be easy to do with pocket where you could do rows and then push-ups, things like that. So this is... I totaled this up. So let's kind of go through summary. So I said I'm rucking three to four days a week. And actually, I should I should qualify this a little bit better. These are sessions per week. So it's not necessarily, it's generally each, you could think of it as days, but think of these as sessions more so. So I'm rucking, I'm doing three to four rucking sessions a week. I'm running two to three sessions or times each week. I'm doing yoga or mobility five or six days a week and these additional workout sessions three to five days a week. So on the upper end of that, that's 23 total sessions. So that's average of 3.28 workouts or sessions per day. But I, I think what's important to highlight is it's not like each one of these is an hour. So sometimes that morning mobility is only 10 minutes. So there's session one. Then let's say I do a workout midday around lunch. That could be 20 or 30 minutes. So we're, we're still at only 40 minutes total. And then end of the day, I kind of want to just get out, blow some steam. Just I always like to get outside after a day of pounding keys, staring at the screen. So maybe I throw on the ruck and just go up to the top of the hill and back, which is almost exactly a mile. So that's maybe 20 minutes max. So that's only 60 minutes. So I just I took a 60-minute workout essentially and broke it out into three sessions and I just think there's something about spreading that movement throughout the day that it's a little bit more maybe evolutionary, evolutionarily consistent. And it just kind of, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this analogy in the past, but I think of, if you think of like a lake freezing, 
So if there's a pond or lake in your backyard and it's a freezing night, if you go outside every hour, punch through the thin layer of ice or throw a rock through it, that ice stays thin, right? It's much less ice to break through every time. If you sit inside all night and wait till morning to go out, you're going to have a thick layer of ice you're going to have to chop through. So I think of the same thing with movement. The more regularly you can move throughout the day, the less like friction there is to kind of loosen things up, get warmed up again and continue with more movement. So I just, I feel like the more you move throughout the day, you just kind of keep the wheels greased, your joints fluid. I just feel better. So that's what's worked well for me. And just again, one more thing to really iterate on or excuse me, emphasize would be obey the clock and do that mandatory five minute stretch after every single workout it's going to pay huge dividends you'll feel amazing and uh i just can't stress it enough <sighs> wow it's good to be back thank you guys for tuning in if you have questions i love hearing questions from you guys it gives me it really helps me just kind of have a prompt to discuss something for the podcast otherwise i'll just keep doing what we're doing here at wild gym and like i said there's lots of exciting wildness on the way thank you guys for your continued support your energy your enthusiasm positivity it's just it's the best it's the best community on the internet so thank you guys so much stay wild i'll see you out there